If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Well, maybe it's morning where you are. It's morning where we are. Um, And we are here for another episode of Moms Talk Autism. Uh, Today, we're going to do a grab bag with questions you guys submitted this week. So stick around. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. All right, you guys, uh, we are back, grab, grab, mm. bag. Mm. Grab, bag, mm-hmm. grab, bag. Mm-hmm. Remember like Dora the Explorer? Yeah. Uh, like backpack, how, backpack. Yeah. Backpack, backpack. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, and I don't know if this episode will ever be on YouTube, but if it is, Tosh got pretty for you. And this I- is the only time. <laughs> did not. Um, Tosh has a hot date after recording, so she I is know. looking good What today. do I look like? I went to a district event this morning. I got we didn't told say, I looked very refined. We didn't and- say you didn't look pretty. This isn't about you. Calm down. Calm I, down. Ooh. You look beautiful as well. But <laughs> Shannon is so used to me being a bad lady. I thought you were going to say bridge troll, but yeah. Bridge troll. I like that because we actually have a bridge troll here in Seattle. (laughs) Trash panda. Trash panda. Whatever. Um, Jean, you look beautiful. You do. Mm. I. Who is here? We're missing Brittany, you guys. Brittany, yeah. Our little Brittany Brit has a ton of stuff going on today, family things. So Mm. today we have uh, myself, Shannon. We have Toshi Tosh. And we have Jean. Um, so we asked you guys this week some questions and we thought we'd pop on here, um, since we didn't have Miss Brittany and we thought we'd answer some of them from the three of us. So girls, so girls question number one is spreading awareness versus being protective of your child's diagnosis. How do you, uh, Mm. how do you walk that line or what are your thoughts on that? What do you, what do you think? This is. This is, uh, I feel like this is a good one because it, it, um, I think it evolves over mm-hmm. the journey, but you know, it can, it can be one of those things where you, um, it evolves to where you're, where you're advocating more and you're sharing more, but at the same time, like you're, you're in a moment where you're like, I don't need to explain my child to you. If mm-hmm. you don't get it or you have something to say, well then, you know write to your local Congress, like <laughs> basically, you know, <laughs> yeah, now, Oh, <laughs> see if we oh. were on YouTube, they would have seen that you did the hand motion from friends, <laughs> right? That was from friends. Um, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is that I, it's just like, you know, I mean, I always want to spread awareness, not just for Jack. Of course, that's most of our, you know, mission. Um, but uh, there are times where I find myself lately where it's like, you know, I, I just don't, I don't have the energy to, you know, look at somebody or, nor should I have to mm-hmm. explain my child's like behavior. And I, I use the word behavior loosely because to me, behavior sounds like they're being 
you know, we, we think of like bratty, they're being jerks or whatever, you know, and it's like, but it's like, I don't have to explain my child scripting, you know, quietly to himself or whatever, whatever the situation might be, you know? And then, Mm -hmm. and then there are times where it's like, I do genuinely want people to know, like, maybe they're just not educated. They have no idea what he's doing. And I don't know. It's hard because you don't want to, you don't want to put that label, right? You don't want to mm-hmm. immediately say, oh, well, sorry, my child's autistic or, you know, whatever, or not even sorry, but just, um, I don't know. It's, it's a fine line. Help me out, Jean. How am I trying to say that? <laughs> you're, you're saying you're taking a much higher Can you scoot road. closer to your microphone, please? Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> You're taking a much higher road um, than I think I do in the heat of the moment. There's different, I would say there's different moments. Jean's angry and aggressive. Let me remind everybody. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to even, I'm going to hone that. Jean is unhealthy in her Enneagram 8 number. No, I'm just not. Can't call call each other out on that. Mm -hmm. You're doing good, Jean. I'm doing great. You're doing great. Um, But I... It depends on the moment mm-hmm. and it depends on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I sometimes don't have, even now at this stage, have the foresight at times to like pause or back it up because in the moment I want to extinct, I want to interrupt the thought process that the other person is having right at that moment. Yeah. And sometimes it comes at the cost of shaming them. Yeah. And also kind of again exploiting my child when I don't really want to do that. That's not the intention. It's that I'm immediately trying to get them to immediately program that like this child's different. Yeah. Right. So I will say, like, especially if it's like a busy populated that or you know the dense area there's a lot of dense activity things going on and i'm also fielding you know mckenna at the same time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or i may and i may have to be you know myself and my executive functioning may be over functioning and when i'm in a state of over functioning i'm immediately like that's where that comes in and i'm like sorry he's autistic and i just like look straight through them and i'm kind of it's like it's like the rottweiler on the choker collar. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, like this with the people that are immediately where I can feel that. And that immediately gets them. Sometimes they'll either like, most of the time they'll DS, it'll deescalate. And they're like, Oh, you know, and other times you can tell that you feel ashamed and they, and they feel like they need to make excuses for themselves. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have time for your mm-hmm. excuses. Mm-hmm. You know? And I also don't have to sit here. I don't even, I, that's where, I don't have time to sit here and give you an education, Mm -hmm. but I need you to qualify the situation immediately. And sometimes that's just what it calls for. Mm -hmm. I, I don't necessarily think that's always the right way to go. I'm not advocating for that. That's just like my wiring Yeah. again, based on the circumstances. And I also want to say we're all in process in being the better us. Mm -hmm. Right. This wasn't necessarily the question. Right. But I think part of the awareness that needs to happen is also not necessarily just about our kids like neurological condition but you were talking about behavior and it's it is people's filter for behavior when they hear the word behavior you're yes. having behaviors it's filtered as a bad negative mm. when mm-hmm. essentially again as long as you have breath in your body guess what everything is a behavior, right? Come on, and bring me to church, girl. Come start on. looking at, when you start looking at just hu- being human, yes. you can humanize everyone. Then you can be like, oh, okay. But even, I mean, that's the thing I struggle with in education. That's like, oh, well, those are behavior kids. I, hey, mm. I despise saying that, Yeah, but I don't have another word. There's not another definition totally. that immediately registers to the to the um to the audience I may be speaking to mm-hmm. because it's just not how they're used to th- and it is it's that it's, it's like the systemic thinking and so I think they're so nuanced so it's like it's everything there's not just one way I think the way again what you were saying combination what I am saying and 
There's just not one way to respond. Well, and it depends and, on and, your audience. It depends on the circumstances. And it depends it, on a lot you of as, the, as the person, right? Like there are some people on what you're that are just not too. going to, that's just not their personality. They're not going to step out and, and just, you know, and that's okay too, right? Like it, it's, it's, yeah. Some people, and I liked this idea and I think I was trying to do this when Rory was younger. And I like wanted to do it as far as like being planner, but like they almost made like business cards, you know, where if your child was having a situation in public, you could just slip, you had these cards on you where you just slip them the information about this is what, you know, autism. somebody yeah. with autism or neurodivergence. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you could, especially because we want to be neurodivergent, affirming, neurodiverse affirming you could go in that direction mm-hmm. of like having some language for that to be like, let me yeah, I like open it. your eyes. You know, there's, but that takes planning on the front end. And it's sometimes we just don't expect to be in those situations. And I can't even tell you even now at this point, like thinking about, again, our kids are getting, or have gotten older. We're more seasoned, more adapted parents. There's still circumstances that happen that I just, I'm like, I couldn't have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, or I'm like, well, we were just here, you know, three times last week and it was like totally good. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's haywire. You could have never, ever anticipated that, you know, it's almost like you get, I hate to say, I hate to say, it cause I don't think I'm this kind of person, but I, I think it's because we also need reprieve and we need respite, mm-hmm. but I get complacent yeah. like where it's like, oh, well, we're we're at this vibration now mm-hmm. when I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it can be, can change like that. Girl, and I'm like, not get comfortable ever. I know, but I want to, can we please? We can want, <sighs> we can want to. I'm tired. Also, I'm exhausted. I would love to be the human that was prepared enough to have a business card on hand to hand somebody. Shh. I am. We should probably <laughs> make those and sell them. I know. I am just not, um, I'd be like, wait, where's my purse? Where's my wallet? Hold on, I have something yeah. for you. Gracie's oh, like, got it in my back pocket. Out. Hold on, here. wait. Yeah, and I, I'm never. My joggers. Does Culture City have those in their bags that they hand out? Uh, no, it's cool just edition. it's just a um, it's just a communication card. Mm-hmm. So you can. I mean, I don't think that they. I mean, maybe they might have them now, but I don't. The the bags that we got at in Seattle for the Coldplay concert were. It's was was still still the same stuff. Headphones, round, fidgets, round round table collaborative. Yeah, effort, come on, uh, idea mm. just generate I like this. It. I don't know. Yeah. I would something. like to say though. Um, sometimes I'm passive aggressive. No, and I'm like, do you know what autism is? <laughs> oh, you don't. Okay, I've let done me that. educate you. <laughs> I've done that too. Have you? Do you know what that is? Do you know what an IEP is? Mm-hmm. Well, when you get home, you go ahead and research that. You just uh, GTS that, okay? And uh, <laughs> and uh, remember me. What is what is GTS? Google that. Oh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, because oh. I'm not allowed to put an E on our podcast. I'm there, episodes, I'm there now. So we have to I'm leave it blank. Okay. What do you? I mean, I what do you, Shannon? Like, what do you? What's? I think it is a. Um, I think it's a journey. I think in the mm-hmm. very beginning, I held very tight to her diagnosis. I was very overprotective of her. And then yes. I think I went through a phase where I was worried not just about like me being judged, but her being judged for certain behaviors. And so I would be quick to say, you know, Gracie's autistic and she's, you know, like, have you ever heard of sensory processing disorder, you know, mm-hmm. or like things are very loud here, or I would feel like I needed to give that information to keep her from being judged for whatever struggle she was mm-hmm. having at the moment. Um, now I don't feel the need to, I don't need to make excuses for her and who she is. This is who she is. And yeah. this is how she is in this moment. Um, and if you don't like it, you can kick rocks and yeah. whatever. But um, I do think that I, tend to, at least lately in life, I'm, I hate saying that I'm a slightly more anxious human as of recent mm-hmm. years. And so I can tend to get escalated a little more quickly in certain situations. So I, if you're in an escalated place, you're not in a place to educate, right? Yes. So it's, you know, being able to recognize, well, am I in a place where I'm actually going to educate and make a difference? 
Correct. Or am I going to seem or, like the crazy person yeah. who's screaming at you? Yeah. And or mm-hmm. you, or are we doing more harm than good? good. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say this. You know that saying that's out. That's that was like perfect for the for the saying that's out there that you probably every any any time anyone has any one of us has read it, but it's like all of my patience and energy is reserved for my autistic kid. I don't have any time for your stuff. Yeah. Well, and I think too the other part of this is you know we are we have a podcast. We talk about our kids a lot. We have an Instagram page. We talk about our kids a lot. Um, and we do do that to share awareness and just to be honest and give a glimpse into the life and all of that. But we also are very protective of private moments with our kids, which is why we don't ever post our kids, you know, having hard times on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. we've talked a lot about that in that we want to be authentic and we want to come to you guys in honesty and we want to show you what that life is about. Um, but then we also have to have those boundaries where we do protect our kids. I would never yes. show Gracie having a difficult time on Instagram. And it's mm-hmm. not because we don't want to be authentic about those things. Um, it's just that we already share a lot. Um, yeah. And that there I, are. I, I have uh, just a quick, like, um, personal example uh, that just recently happened. And um, I questioned <clears throat> putting it on Instagram and, and I, and I just for a moment, but I was like, I, that's not, it's not my place. It's, you know, like that, that is me doing harm to my child. Uh, but it was of the last wrestling tournament that we had right before um, the holiday season. Um, and it was a disaster and it was a, I mean, epic disaster. It it was um, complete sensory overload, even for me, you know, and I can, I can sometimes handle mine better because I'm an adult, et cetera. Um, But send that girl a comp kit right now. Yeah. I got you. Um, (laughs) But it, it was, you know, Tyler and I both, I would say we handled it so well because I mean, there were a couple moments during these two matches where I could hear other parents saying stuff and I wanted to just like, you know, it's when I lost my holiness Become unhinged. and I got was about ready to get a little, little cray on them. You're about to see Natasha. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I, I held it back and was just like, this is not the time. I just need to be putting that energy towards Jack and, and supporting him however he needs that. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, that is hard, you know, that is hard. Um, whew. and then talk about a energy, just like dump Drainer. and drain and like, oh man. And, yeah, they, and those people have no idea, Mm-mm. you know, they have no idea what's even going on. They have no idea, you know, and it's just like, if only you knew. Yeah, that come down because you could have. Well, and and even just w- you know with him, like you, this isn't him just being, you know, whatever it is that you're thinking. You know, this is this. If if only you knew, like walk a day in his shoes. You know, so yeah. I Anyways, agree. all good things. Okay, let I think that's good on that one. Let's mm-hmm. move on to the next one. Um, all right. How do you punish your little ones when they do something wrong? Mm. Punishment and how do we handle that in our household? Just get like WWF on them and get them in a chokehold and remind them who the boss is. Mm-hmm. No. Now, oh, speaking hey, you're of, in a wrestling family, so you know. So we do things yeah. a little differently over here. <laughs> Spe- speaking of the the angry eight or whatever, uh, angry one thing eight. I learned about myself. <laughs> Um, is that I am very much, this is recent, that I'm very much a, I like the, just in general, like in group or crowds or like crowd controlling or temperature controlling when people are just like, we need to rein some mm-hmm. bad behavior in, um, a sit down and shut the mm. up oh. kind of person. But I do it. I have different ways that I do that. But that's that's the message that's getting delivered. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? You may not be saying that message, but that's where it's <clears throat> clearly coming across. That is very much. That there is, is the, some that there is are many ways there. to communicate. Mm-hmm. Some authority yes, exactly. in this word. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Um, there's the stance that definitely that that I get. 
Now with my, with Rory very early on before we even had, you know, he did ABA therapy for consecutive years of like, I want to say, geez, like six, six years. So, um, before we even started that, I noticed I, I wasn't immediately out of the gate when he was a toddler, I realized that the typical disciplinary measures Mm -hmm that I would have taken with a typical child just weren't working. So timeout was just not even going to happen. There was none of that. And I knew again, if I, if I was trying to be like, like physically intervene, so like in a way to like force him to do something Mm -hmm. again, the beauty of strollers and high chairs where you could strap them, strap them in at that time. I used to joke all the time, the moment I couldn't strap my kid in, I'm like, I don't have any more solutions. You've lost lost all control. (laughs) Right. You lost, there's nothing else. That's one reason I used to love car rides. It was a moment of control where I could relax. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think it's part, it's good to put that into perspective into this journey. So then the next evolution obviously is where he does develop speech and he is developing more autonomy and and the speech, obviously, along with speech is not just expressive, but it's receptive in his understanding. And I, with ABA, ABA is not supposed to be punitive, right? And because there's a lot of, quote unquote, restorative practice approach to um, and, and like pivotal response type therapy to the way that ABA is now mm-hmm. more so. And so it's not supposed to be punitive. So I really had stepped away from that. But... When, again, like we're talking about those modes that I got in when we're in public, where it's like, depending on the circumstance and I need to extinct something immediately, I quickly learned the one thing that I know immediately gets his attention and snaps him into compliance. And even though I'm not like for making everything totally compliant, but obviously there's times where it's totally necessary. I threaten, I'm going to throw your iPad in the trash. <laughs> iPad in the trash. <laughs> And I've literally put it in the trash before. Mm, I like this. I'm literally not going to throw it away. away don't forget to take it he out, goes, right? <laughs> I mean, I am not a Make crazy sure you person. don't throw it on top of something disgusting ins- either. That's I'm not insane, but he'll go, no, thank you immediately if he doesn't want me to. But if like, he had continued it, like he knows I followed through or I've put his iPad in timeout where he doesn't have access to it mm-hmm. for certain durations of time. I don't. Again, I try to keep away from the denied access type of model mm-hmm. to get compliance, but I feel like there's times where it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I, I make those threats. They're obviously somewhat empty, but I have followed through with that. This is when mom's going to get serious and this is just mm-hmm. what's not going to happen. Um, or if he is... And he can be because he's perseverating so bad. Like we'll have, we can have really bad behaviors where it's unsafe while we're driving in the car. Mm -hmm. And that's when when I say the, he's completely distressed. I can't calm him down if I'm driving the vehicle, but I need him to gain control of his body in some regard. Mm -hmm. And he's learned to like, if I say deep breaths, it's like, it's a program to like, okay, deep breaths. Or I will say, we're not going if you can't get a calm body. And he's he's processed that now. He's able to process that now. Um, yeah, because yeah, so, where he's where he's at his age wise and and and, mm-hmm. and all the things. and now and and then with his sister being pretty serious in gymnastics, being in a public situation, having to wait you know longer periods of time, and trying to, again to keep him regulated. There we've had, I've had a lot of behaviors I've had to field and manage and I have been able to get him to do time out with the iPad where it's like, you're sitting here for 15 minutes and that's it. Or I've like literally taken him out to the car and brought him back in. Mm -hmm. Those are, you know, that's really as far as punitive that I will go from a disciplinary Mm -hmm. standpoint, everything else. I try, again, for those that have done ABA, you try try to get in front of the antecedent before the things happen. But again, it's not always possible. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, it's all about where our kids are receptively 
and in their autonomy for you to decide how you're going to discipline them or not, because they, they don't understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that A is not happening. So B is not going to happen. Like they can't connect those dots. There's no point in what you're doing. You're just running yourself in circles. The whole point is for them to gain the comprehension and feel safe Mm -hmm. too. You're not trying to make them feel unsafe. And I'm not going to sit here and act again, like not a perfect parent, like, you know, we've all had moments. Yeah. We have had moments where they're just not good. Like even last night, because he was up in the middle of the night from 12 to 3 a.m. McKenna had gymnastics for four hours. I need her to sleep. She's he's keeping her awake. I'm freaking out. And I'm like, literally like pushed him and put him back in this. And I was like, you need to lay right here. Do not move. Or I have to leave the room. He really just wanted to stay with me. But it was like both kids wanted to be with me. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to satisfy both. But I need your sister to sleep. We have school tomorrow. Like this is bad news bears Mm -hmm. for so many reasons Mm -hmm. right now. And he can't help it because right now he's going through a disrupted sleep pattern as a result of like coming off of holiday break. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's no perfect way to manage it. You're just kind of responding in the moment. And also I'm in that moment. I'm sleep deprived. I'm tired. You're not going to be at your best. It's just, I, you know, I, I would love to be able to give the perfect gentle parenting answer Mm -hmm. here, but we're a hot mess of, you know, authoritarians and gentle parenting over here. Like it's a, it's a very mixed bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's a hard one for me. It's a hard one for you. I know. I I think so because it's like, um, there is a lot of, uh, um, behaviors that I am unlearning as, as a parent, you mm-hmm. know, and, and taking on similar, similar patterns as, as my parents, you know, like my dad's specifically. Um, so, so it is, it is working through, you know, not being that very authoritarian, you know, aggressive, like, you know, my gonna, way or the highway, I'm going to beat your bottom. It's my way or the I highway. Yeah. Yes. You know, very, very kind of militant, you know, um, and, and it, it, it's, it's bizarre because, you know, with, with a typical and a neurodiverse child, you know, I, I feel like, um, I feel like Jack has been way more receptive to kind of like the, all the threats, right? If you don't mm-hmm. stop it, I'm going to, it's good. You're going to get a spanking, you know, or, um, you know, I'm going to take this away or whatever, where consequences. Yeah. The consequences mm-hmm. where Sloan is like, <laughs> we'll she's see. giving you the run for your money. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is strange, but there are, there are, you know, those times, especially now, like, um, because it is so different, you know, he's not a toddler anymore. I bet he's when he perseverates on, on something and he cannot let it go. And it is just causing, you know, just like, it's just like a fallout anguish and and just like so much, this just heightened for everybody, you know, for everybody in the area. And, and it's, you know, like, and I say that usually meaning like, you know, Tyler and, and Sloan and I, and she's feeding off of him and, you know, not responding correctly, you know, when it's like, man, sometimes I just have to, I just have to, I just, don't say anything. If we're in a car and we're going somewhere and he is just will not stop and he's getting so frustrated, I sometimes just, I just shut down, you know, Um, because it's anything that you say is just, it's, he just is not hearing it. He's not processing Mm -hmm. it. He's not understanding. Um, But, you know, when we're in a home situation, you know, it's like, um, you know, and if Tyler is home, it is, we are fortunately very good about balancing each other's, you know, when I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I can't, I'm, I got to tap out. I'm, I'm not going to handle this properly. Tyler will generally tap in and, and, you know, but 
that's not always the case because Tyler is, you know, firefighter. So he is gone a lot. And mm-hmm. it has just, I guess what I'm saying is it's giving like over the last couple of years, I've really had to grow in, in, um, figuring out my own calm body so that I can get his body mm-hmm. calm. Um, that's the other thing too. I, I don't, I don't care if it's like a, a bad, you know, a bad behavior or, or a, um, whatever it might be. Um, you know, we are, we are their, safe we are place. their safe place. We are their calm body. So if we are not calm, mm-hmm. they are not going to be calm. They are going to be elevated and feeding off of that, you know, and that's, I mean, really any child, but especially our, our kiddos, you know? Um, and so I'm, I'm again, just, I'm really having to learn my own, learn and unlearn my own reaction and just how to, how to stay calm. Not always easy, right? Oof. No, no, no. I know. I know. Um, I think with Gracie, you know, and I've talked about it before, we do a lot of resets with Gracie. Um, in this moment that we're in, I don't we don't have a lot of like highly destructive behavior or we don't have a lot of um like her purposefully doing things. Right. Right. And I think that my answer would be probably very different if we were in a place like that. So, um, it's hard for me to speak from that because I feel like we haven't been there for quite a while. Um, And that's, yeah. Same with us too. And so like we, with Gracie, we do a lot of resets and resets are different than timeouts in our house. So like timeout, if she is doing something, she absolutely knows better, you know, we will put her in a timeout in her room and we will explain to her on the walk to her bedroom that you need to take a timeout. You know better. This is what you're doing. You know you're not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Like smacking um, you in the face or. Yeah. And resets are different in that we take her to her room. She's got, you know, access to her weighted blankets, to her sensory swing, to her mm-hmm. climbing wall, to like all of the things. Um, Her bedroom door stays open mm-hmm. and we just explain to her, you just need a reset. That's okay. Mm. Hang out in your room for a little bit. Here's your iPad if you want it, but you need to take some time and just reset a little bit. Um, There are moments where we will have aggressive behavior with Gracie, um, and that usually does end up resulting in a timeout only because it's the only way um, to keep her separated when she is that amped up. Yes, amped up, Um, yeah. And in that you know, a lot of times I will take her hands because if they're flailing at me, they are fair game. Um, I will take her hands and I will look at her and I will tell her it's okay to be mad and frustrated, but you need to be kind, Mm -hmm. you know, and then we will usually do a reset. Um, and Gracie, for the most part, you give her 20 minutes in her room with her weighted blanket, with her iPad. A lot of times she comes out like a totally different human afterwards. There is just something that has escalated her to the point where she just can't handle yeah. things, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack is very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so. and, and, and although the whole house is a safe place, mm-hmm. their rooms are, that's their kind of their sanctuary, you yeah. know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm. I hear that. Yeah. And then again, like I said, at this point, we're just, we're not dealing with a lot of like destructive behaviors or, you know, just downright doing things she knows she's not supposed to do. So um, I wish I could speak more to that, but Mm -hmm. I just don't have that front of mind for myself Mm -hmm. at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think that there's something to be said about meeting them where they're at when it comes to discipline also, because if they don't understand, you're not, there's no benefit, right? right? Like if they don't understand what's happening, we're not helping in any way. Yeah. And, 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 you know, sometimes creating more, more trauma. Yeah. So that just that whole idea of like the calm body and, and for, for us and for them, we want it to be a safe place. We want it to be a place for them to deescalate, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, so we also got a question about aggressive behaviors directed towards us and how we handle them. And so I sort of already talked about that, but do you guys have anything that you want to add to that before we? Yeah. Then my kids know I'm Muhammad Ali. Come on. Come at me with aggression. I'll Come knock at me, you bro. Out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, everybody. Um, we've never, I've never really dealt with, uh, 
I've never really dealt with aggressive behavior um, towards me. I get that more from Sloan, actually. Um, uh, Jack has been aggressive with Sloan, and we have like from the beginning, you know, because it's because we don't want him doing that with other kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, it's been a big. That has been a big like. You do not, you know, when your sister is poking at you and and you know trying to set you off, like we do not use our our physical body to hurt her or another person. But um, Jack has never been he's never been physical towards Tyler and I. So mm-hmm. um, back to the evolution because mm-hmm. it's been an evolution. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you know, especially with Rory being non-speaking for his formative years, main formative years. Um, he, I, and then when we started out ABA, I just really, you cut, you were letting the aggressive behavior happen. Like you wouldn't give it attention. You wouldn't react. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to just be like, keep maintaining doing your business and maintaining being calm that either required had some type of prompting or no prompting at all no response or maybe there was some ignoring it just depended on what what the behavior was at that time and prior to having aba therapy i remember again his aggressive behaviors had really kicked up because he didn't have any speech he wasn't having any speech i could feel the frustration and so mm-hmm. there was a lot of biting there was a lot of things taken out on me and so you know he was a he was a toddler at that time so it wasn't like again real harsh reaction without with the exception of like again the consequence was reinforcing of no we don't do that um type of thing, but he wasn't getting hurt back. I think like my stepmom and this, I didn't like, and I think that this is where he got it from. And he was doing a lot of it is that if he was doing something she didn't like or whatever, she would gently like pinch him. Mm. And so in turn, a lot of his behaviors that he would do to me were were pinching me. Mm -hmm. And that, and I, cause I was like, where did he even like, you know, but then I remember, I remembered her saying that to me. Um, again, when she used to be his nanny for like two years and, um, now as he's gotten older and he's, you know, more developed, more speech and we've had periods of real aggressive behavior. I mean, where it's really spiked, um, he's very rarely like hit McKenna or hurt McKenna. We've had issues where he's hit the animals. That's a thing. Mm. Um, he will, if he, you know, will. If he doesn't, if he's perseverating on something, that's exactly where the aggressive behavior will come from. Um, recently, it's kind of spiked again. And it's, uh, I've gotten punched in the face and in the throat. <laughs> Fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, but for the most part, that's really not his, I wouldn't say that's his natural disposition mm-hmm. to be that way. I will say Things that spark that are is again, if we're seeing an increase in in perseveration, more frequency, if we're seeing a frequency in sleep disturbance, if he's had a growth spurt, this also the accumulation of all those observations and have me lead back to, okay, when is it time for us to possibly adjust meds or is there another environmental thing I need to um, modify mm-hmm. in some way? But I mean, sometimes again, I've had, there's been like two occasions I really have had not a great response to it. And I will tell you it was, there was a spike of really bad aggression, periods of aggression. And it honestly goes back around the holiday period time where he was just really worked up because he was so overstimulated. We weren't even allowed, you know, I, I wasn't placing where some of the behaviors could be coming from or the overstimulation could be coming from because it was still during the pandemic, we weren't allowed on the school campuses. So I wasn't placing maybe where his regulation system or where he was and being able to regulate his system was. And I couldn't understand. And then he's still having the demands of his, you know, full-time school and therapy schedule. And we were having ABA at home. 
and we were having an issue keeping RBTs. We were trying to psych, we were trying to create a solid rotation of novel therapists and not just, so we didn't have to only depend on one because just having one that when that person's sick or Mm -hmm. is on vacation, then you have nothing, right? So we couldn't keep them. They couldn't handle Rory's aggressive behaviors, or they didn't know how to work, they, or they lacked confidence, or whatever it was. And I was so frustrated, and I felt like, and this at the time, Brad and I were still, you know, married and cohabitating together. But I felt like it was all on me. It was the holidays, everything. I met all of Rory's there. Everything was all on me, and I was at my brink. And it was like I can't lose another therapist. And he was going after the therapist. And I smacked him because I was like, I can't, I, we just thought we just went, I mean, and not to mention like we went, it went all the way up the ladder to like corporate. Mm-hmm. This was such a serious matter that had happened. Um, and I just was like, I can't lose more IBTs. They're my only lifeline of support. They're my only time to even have somebody kind of like co-parenting with me mm-hmm. at that time in these moments. Like, I don't know what I'm, I need them. And so I just, it was kind of like a moment of, you know, desperation. Mm-hmm. And those, again, those are all fleeting, right? Like, and I did obviously when these things happen and when my, if I don't like my reaction, I really do work with both of my kids for repairing. I think that's the big part of it. And I don't think we talked about that is that and any, any time, even from a disciplinary standpoint or whatever, or whatever, wherever are, we are sensory wise and we don't care for our reaction or we're not happy, we're disappointed in ourselves. I think it's important. The most important thing to do for our kids is one, we're human, but it's that repair part, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, this is where I wasn't my best self and how I handled that because you still have an opportunity. It's almost like that's a better opportunity for them to have a teachable moment than just always be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about my limitations and capacities. I, um, just again, another way to like survey circumstances, trying to be more proactive. Um, and that over the course of the past few years, the the, again, my holiday stress, even though it's still stressful, is is it has decreased in his behaviors. All of those things have decreased. But I've noticed, again, that was the trend, even as of recently, that's where these aggressive behaviors have popped up is this, this holiday time. It's almost like, again, I know everybody likes Christmas, but like <laughs> I could just be fine with just birthdays. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You know, or like... Let's have a day where we decorate a door or something. I don't know. I just. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, too, something that you said that I really related to was, you know, we had done ABA for so long and um, ignoring those behaviors. Right. Like not giving them the attention that they're they're seeking in those specific moments. Um, And I remember messaging our old BCBA because. the company that we had used had stopped offering services. And I remember messaging her and it's like, she's too big to ignore now. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I could ignore aggressive behaviors when she was three and four years old and I was significantly larger than her. But right now she's up to my chest in ways, you know, 60 pounds and is quite strong. So how exactly <laughs> am I supposed to ignore? <laughs> yes. Like I can, I can like bear down. I can like go into a full squat feet on the ground and that girl can push me over. Like, so mm-hmm. tell me how at that point you can ignore behaviors. Right. Um, and I think that that is like a whole new level of parenting when they're mm-hmm. almost as big as you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know like Brittany could speak to that if she were on too, where, um, that just sort of changes the game. Um, and changes I, it huge. Yeah. And I mean, I do want to say you guys, like we are all doing the best that we can. You guys are all doing the best that you can. We're not saying mm-hmm. that these are the ways you should parent your children. You may not agree with things that we have done. Um, I'm sure that we don't agree with the things that we have done in most cases, some cases mm-hmm. <laughs> we are not always excited about, you know, sometimes the ways that we react when we are not our best selves. Um, but we just wanted to give you 
kind of an honest glimpse into what that does look like in our households. And Mm -hmm. it's not always perfect, but I think everyone here is here because we're all doing the best that we, (laughs) the best that we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And that's at 45. So I think we wrap it up there, girls. What do you think? I think so. Any final notes? Any final words? Have we, do we want to peak anything? We should. I feel like we haven't peak of the week in a while. Has it been a while? I don't know. It's some peaks. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm losing. We, we're so ahead <laughs> with weird, you know. It's weird. Well, I think, yeah, because we've had so many guests on that we've, yeah. um not had it yeah. yeah we haven't done a lot of just these episodes yeah and so guys um you know christmas break is just over for us so whenever you're listening to this that's when we're recording this right now and so i will say my peak of the week um for the first time in probably a couple of years is that when christmas break was over i said this on instagram the other day um when christmas break was over and gracie went back to school this was the first christmas break where I wasn't like ready and excited for her to go back. Mm. I was like, I could have done another few days with you home. Like I, Mm -hmm. and that is, it probably has to do with the fact that I'm going to be eating ramen for a month because I heated my swimming pool for all of Christmas break. So um, if I start to look like I've lost weight, it's because I'm not eating. (laughs) Because I chose to eat my swimming pool. Ramen Um, and saltines with yeah. ketchup on them uh-huh um i'm on a straight liquid so diet yeah yeah i'm just college coffee girl diet. i'm just drinking a lot of coffee and not even good coffee um but <laughs> that could have had something to do with it that's not to say we did not have you know our share of moments um but mm, of course i'm like man it's i don't remember the last time where i was able to be like oh you go back to school today like i'm gonna miss you i hope you have a really good day mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like that was quite intriguing Mm-hmm. So that was my it's good. Yeah. It's good to have that flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, my peak is that I just bought my airline tickets for Paris. Oh, that is a big peak. They're doing a twin trip. Oh, buddy. Oh, oh buddy. buddy. Oh, buddy. I'm so excited for exciting. you for that. Things are happening. That's my I peak. I will put myself in your seat. Oh, and I just turned 42 and, you know, that was just grateful. To Charles de Gaulle isn't ready to see a body in your suitcase. Great. But it's me if they see it. Why did I By think? By the way, that's the airport you're flying into. Oh. <laughs> that's why I said that. A body in my suitcase. I thought you meant like I was none. <laughs> no, I, I meant it was me. I'm just gonna. It's that's Jean. Sh- Jean Shannon's. Shannon's your person for that. I don't do. Uh, I don't do dead bodies. I, I don't oh, do I know. Bearing. I don't that's do yeah. thoughts of going to prison for the rest of my life. We know. We know. <laughs> I we're, love we're, that I'm we're, that we're, human. Thank you. For we're, that. we're we're, we're murderous. <laughs> we we like we're into that. That's our that's our thing. Jeannie Weenie, what do you got? What's your peak? Do you have one? So I do. I do. Um, I. I'm just uh, keep finding myself being in more challenging situations and right where I think I it's hopeless and it's like I'm not going to be able to figure this out like or just or do I have to really do I have to figure out if I have to give up something I had a um, meeting last night that I had committed to like over a month ago that's really just it's a really important meeting because it's um we we plan statewide legislation um, as a region. And we do this with one of our um, advocacy groups and that's that's led by, like it's a really formal process. And McKenna has started like new gymnastics, you know, team where she's now training 12 hours a week. She has four hour sessions. And I've been fortunate on certain days because one of her other girlfriends is on one of the other teams that I felt like they were supposed to be on, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But they live in the same neighborhood. So on those nights, so I don't have to interrupt with or interfere with Rory's administration times for his nighttime meds because he would be asleep by the time she needs to be picked up. I was having that mom bring her home. I would take her daughter and I'm doing that like, least two out of the three days for now. 
but I was in a real pinch. I was like, what am I going to do Wednesday? And there were other moms that live kind of in the circumference, like kind of, you know, around or near the zip code where I live. And I just was like, is there any way we can bring her home on Wednesday? Not to mention, I also needed to find coverage for Rory because I needed to go to this this meeting. So I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Um, ended up like it was such a wonky, disjointed, piecemealed, slapstick thing together, but nobody knew. <laughs> you wouldn't have even been able to tell last night. I just said, can everyone just make sure I leave by this time? Like, I don't even know how I made it all work, but I made it all work. And not only did I make it all work, I got voted to be on the on the um, WAC, which is the advocate uh, legislative advocacy committee for us for setting, finalizing, like wordsmithing all of our final five priorities we created. And I'm like, okay, uh, that all happened. Mm-hmm. And I picked up my daughter on time. I caught the end of gymnastics, got home. I'm like, who am I? Who? even am I? Do I have business doing any of this? Do I have business being a mother? Do I have, I don't even know. Business being a mother. I mean, I'm serious. I'm like, (laughs) people don't even know. They just have like, everyone just has like these expectations. And like, I'm like, I'm doing, okay, I'm doing this. All right. I'm like, literally, and things are kind of in a weird spot right now. I'm not even going to lie. Like things are in like a weird tender spot. I'm like, in my life. And so I'm just like, I, I'm literally like some days I feel like I'm crapping my pants and other days I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure I, I got, got this. this. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm like, how did I even do that? I literally got home and go, did that day just happen? Mm. Did I just, did that happen? Well, all that so all kudos for calling in the troops. Yes. In a world Call where in the moms troops. feel like they have to be able you to handle do it all. everything mm-hmm. by themselves. Kudos for calling oh, you in the cannot. You can't. I can't. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I cannot. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, and I got my kids to school on time this morning. I didn't know it got, it did go sideways. Roy woke up at midnight. I was up working until midnight. And then I, and then he was up till 3 a.m. And so, and he was waking McKenna up. And I'm like, okay, well, two hours sleep. Boom, great. Now can I make sure I have an event this morning and I need to get my kids to school on time. Awesome. Can I do that too? You did it. What is even, I don't know who I am. What's happening right now? Just be in it. Yeah, you got to just relish it in the moment. You relish it. it in the moment. So those are my peaks. My peaks are, are I'm good. surviving and thriving and drowning at the same time. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. And on that note, <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> join us back here, same time, same place next week. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us today. And if you would, if you haven't already, um, find us on your podcast player and leave us a review if you would, because that helps us reach other parents who are also surviving and thriving and drowning all at the same time. Um, and we need each other. Please, please, pretty please. We, we need each other in, in mm-hmm. these moments very much. Um, we would love that. And then obviously come and hang with us on Instagram. Come and chat with us in the stories. I had lots of fun conversations yesterday in the stories with you guys. It was a lot of fun. So mm. come and hang with us. Um, you know, we'll be here on yeah. your player next week. Cool. Catch you on the other side. (laughs) All right. Party time. Talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.